Welcome back to Recruiter Insights. This is a podcast made by recruiters to give you some insights. While we are referring companies to our candidates, we will usually talk about the types of companies, startup, local SME, and also local conglomerate. As for candidates, how you should choose between these companies, in which situations I should choose, so it will be my best decision. So today, podcast, we are going to talk about the pros and cons working in these three types of companies. I'm Shukan. I'm Wendy. I'm Andrea. Yeah, so every time when we refer jobs to candidates, we the, the first few lines I always talk about, oh, this is a job opportunity come from a MNC la, come from a company la, come from a startup la, that kind of things. So, um, what are the what are your thoughts to differentiate these type of companies? How do you differentiate the companies as a startup? How do you differentiate companies as a local SME, MNC, or local conglomerate? I guess an MNC, which is multinational company. So if you look at what what does multinational mean, I guess you have a setup in more than one country. So that's multinational. And then for local. Well, it's usually home, homegrown in that sense. And usually they're a bit more established within the country. And uh, it can be SME, which is, I guess, uh, less than 200 employees from an article I read online. Um, and if you're a conglomerate, then probably you have more than one business line. Lah. But I think uh, apart from conglomerate, if you have more employees uh, but you just operate locally then yeah you're also considered a local company and then what's the other one startup mm. startup this one i think it's when it's very new usually a new company uh, so just brought into the market very fresh maybe just about less than five years in the market uh, so that's a startup lah. so that's the definition of these three types of employers if I were yeah. to term them. And yeah, I guess the question that we always get or candidate will ask, you know, should I join a local company or should I join MNC or should I even consider going to a startup? Then more like, what can we expect if we were to join MNC, local and startup? I guess they're all very different environments, right? Uh, I think MNC definitely prestigious lah. Yeah. Yeah, you got a brand name that's a bit more well known. Tell people you join Nestle, Unilever, Shell. Wow. Everyone knows these brands. Yeah. yeah, Pfizer. People will know where where you're going. Yeah, and also, usually MNC is more the first thing we always talk about. MNC is about structured. Oh, you join MNC, you get a very structured kind of training in which kind of things and what the job scope will be very precise and very transparent. Yeah, and it's very con- usually very consistent and standardized. A lot of thought and planning has been put into all these things that mm. they implement. So it's more like you follow certain regulations and process. Yeah, yeah. I think the process is very clear and you also know uh, the framework and direction is all given to you. Like you know how to go from step one to step 10. I think that's what you can expect for MNC. Uh, 
Yeah, and I think usually job scopes in MNC is a bit more defined and clear. I mean, I know that there are some exceptions where you have to wear more than one hat. Uh, but I think majority of the time, if you're in this department doing a very specific role, like, you know, if you're doing sales, you're not just doing sales for every single product under the sun, but you're very specialized. Uh, yeah, I think that's quite common with MNCs as well. Mm. And also to add on, if let's say you're doing sales and sometimes they are like more operational paperwork, I think in more MNC environment, you do get like a support team to help with all the paperwork. Yes. So that's the good thing about working in MNC. Uh, what are the not so good things working in MNC? Yeah? Too structured and too rigid. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Restrictions sometimes. Yeah, like let's say you're only doing this one particular job. So your exposure is only that particular function. Yeah, and you wouldn't know how to do uh, the other function or when you look at your another colleague, you don't touch the person's portfolio. Yeah. So your exposure is limited in that sense. Yeah, I think another thing is sometimes you're in such a big organization, your contribution may seem very small in, in that sense. Like you're part, because you're only one part of like the whole picture. So you know, a company might have like a five-year goal, mm. but maybe not so involved in hitting that goal directly. Like, you know, you are supporting that goal, but you might feel a bit more far removed from this huge goal like uh, that your, they're trying to Your work is not that influential in a sense to the company's outcome like that. Like it's, it contributes, for example, like if you are... um you just join the company as a, uh, maybe a HR executive, for example. Um, but the company has this five-year plan to grow to one billion in five years, you know. But you are just a HR executive. How do you directly contribute to this goal? I mean, you are contributing, you're supporting the business, you're supporting, you know, the, the headcount and whatsoever in reaching that goal, but your impact mm -hmm. is not direct in that sense. Yeah, and, and I think maybe because the company is huge and there are a lot more people, so when the vision has been translated, right, it will be diluted when it comes to oh, to your level. To your level. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't feel the impact directly from yeah. the CEO or from the founder. And also I think in Malaysia, uh, most of the time, uh, the regional office is in another country. So if you were to work in MNC in Malaysia, sometimes all you need to do is just to execute whatever plans that is given by the regional team. Mm -hmm. So it's good that you have exposure in MNC, uh, but you are being very limited. You are maybe doing more execution work compared to more strategic. Mm. I think another thing is, I mean, this one, it, it goes to your personal preference, so it may not necessarily be a bad thing. You know, the term climbing the corporate ladder, that's a very MNC term, I think, um, most of the time. Lah. Or or maybe big company term, like you want to rise up in the ranks, but actually we always say like it's a pyramid, right? The more senior you are, the less positions that are available, especially if you stay in the same company, like you need to perhaps take over your manager's role to, to advance in that company. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And also to add on, because it's a pyramid, you have so many other colleagues around you, as competition is really high, you need to make sure that you uh, excel in your work and there's yeah. visibility. I feel mm. like in MNC, it's always about visibility. Like, 
you know, do people know do people do people know about you? You're good in your job, but do you think people talk about you? Stakeholders hear about you? And you know, everybody wants to be somebody, right? So everybody is shouting at the same time. Yeah. You need to handle a little bit more on the relationship lah, between your uh, between your colleagues and between your boss. Lah. Yes. Yeah. It's not only just pure work sometimes. Yeah, true. You need a little bit of effort to build out your presence. Lah, in a yeah, sense. definitely. And yeah, that's the disadvantages of working at MNC but other than that I think your benefits and your exposure like let's say you get to travel to another country yeah. for work yeah. for training that's high that's, <laughs> that's good yeah that's quite nice and like you said benefits also probably might be a bit better I think yes generally compared yeah, to definitely I, so. I remember um, previously when we placed one of the candidate into an oil and gas company and uh, this person has like a back issues and you know what the company provided for her they bought her a, is that called an economic chair is that such mm. word yeah it's just so that you know she can sit comfortably and and work so nice <laughs> so yeah so then in this case do you think what kind of the people might suitable for MNC or what kind of people might not suitable for MNC I guess if you like the structure, if you like certainty and very clear goals, uh, then I think going to an MNC would be good. If you want to potentially have the opportunity to travel or these certain benefits are very important to you, then yeah, I think MNC is, would be a good environment. And, and I think also maybe we can split this into two parts. Like let's say you are a fresh grad or you only work one, two years and you are deciding, you know, should I join a local company or MNC? depends on your career goal if let's say you want the exposure to structure system and processes i think mnc can provide that opportunity for you and if let's say you are maybe manager level or mid level and above and you have done the local and you want to consider the mnc uh, i think i think you can just that you need time to adapt into the very structured. I thought sometimes MNC like this kind of manager to step into their company because they are more executions. They're more exposed already right, to yeah. so many other areas that come in and can give a bigger picture. It depends. La. Some MNCs are also very conscious about prestige, where you come from, you yeah. know, just like how we talked Agree. about your university, does it matter? Yeah, same thing la, also I feel in the corporate world. Because they also want to see whether can you assimilate to my culture if always been in yeah. a smaller setup are you able to come in and understand my process yeah and i think um i was just scrolling through linkedin and i saw this thing about how this guy was very happy to have hired a very big team full of people from very very strong mnc backgrounds so he was <laughs> right like imagine wow i've got people from google i've got people from you know this particular pharmaceutical company you know it's like wow very proud that i managed to hire wow. all this team yeah <laughs> So yeah, but I think overall coming out or coming out from MNC definitely is uh, one of the highlight points uh, in your resume. Definitely, we will see and like, oh, this person has worked in this company, this MNC that MNC. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, if that's 
of all that is not so important. If you want to just look at exposure, I guess then we can talk about the next thing, which, you know, you Wait. can see whether non-MNC works for you. Then what kind of the people might not be suitable for MNC? Well, if you want a bit more flexibility, I think. Um, if you want to try new things, because with MNCs, there are a lot of processes, right? A lot of layers you need to yeah. go through to get your idea through. A lot of different different stakeholders you need to convince. It's not a bad thing, but if you want it to be a bit easier, I guess, to take more ownership of your work, then probably MNC may not suit you. And mm. also MNC sometimes, or most of the time, they, when you go through the interview process, there are a lot of case studies and, uh, I don't know, tests that you have to pass. And it's not easy. And if you're someone who don't like all this, mm-hmm. I think it might not be suitable for you because you have to go mm-hmm. through like altitude test, case study, presentation and presentation mm-hmm. before they decide to offer you a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So I think we covered quite a bit of MNC already. Let's talk about, let's say, the opposite side. We usually, we usually say the opposite side of MNC is local SME. Yeah. Local SMEs. Uh, most of the time, I feel like it's harder to sell because people don't know about them. Uh, local SMEs are companies that are set up locally and I think you said less than 200 people are considered local SMEs. Yeah, I said me. Yeah, less than 200 people. Mm. Okay, what are the advantages of working in local SMEs? We talk about the good part first. Wow. Local usually is a local business owner usually, right? So very business yeah. owner driven, I think. Yeah. So you need to you probably will work closely. We're talking about SME, right? So you probably work a bit closer with the owners or you kind of like, how do I put this in a nice way? I think you need to think like, I think you need to think like the owner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You like, need to, yeah, you need to be very aligned with, with the, the owner's vision. Put yourself that. in the owner's shoes, yeah. Yeah. But I guess actually like for local SME, sometimes it's more, the things you do will be more diverse. You mm. you do basically you do A to Z like, sometimes. You're more involved in not just your own tasks and responsibilities, but whenever there is projects and all that you can Yeah, you're able to experience all of it. Uh, yeah. And they like to say one leg kick, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. No... You're able to take quite a lot of ownership in these projects, then you're able to make it through the whole project sometimes or make it through the whole jobs that you receive. You get because to see the end-to-end. Yes, because sometimes the MNC is like, I give you this, then uh, I finish my part already, then I move on to the next one, or I pass to the next person. Yes. You're not able to see how this project finish in a way. So if you like this kind of like, or I'm able to manage the whole project by myself, I'm able to take quite a lot of ownership of my works. Sometimes local SME might be a place where you can develop quite a lot of skills, I feel. Yeah. And I think especially because local SMEs, the the hierarchy is more flat. Flat, yeah. And you get to understand and get the whole. You know, like just now we mentioned, uh, MNC, right? Where when the top management translate down the vision and the goal, by the time it reach you, it's more diluted. But this Mm -hmm. one, I think, you get the very 
a bit more first hand. First hand, mm. yeah, first hand experience. And that you yeah. you like, you know, the vision and mission of that particular company, you get to work very closely with the top management. Mm, yeah. So I do you know any local SME provide good benefits? That's a very good question. I'm thinking. Not compared to MNC lah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good is also subjective, right? Like, I mean, yeah, sure, I provide insurance, mm. provide you. They give you the basic. Yeah, the basics, uh, which are okay, I guess, you know, maybe still let you claim for your mobile phone, your parking, okay lah. Yeah, mm. and your salary, you know, might be quite competitive. Yeah, salary can still be quite competitive. Yeah. Mm. I heard some of my friends say like they don't prefer MNC because they don't want to handle much of the relationships, like the stakeholders Stakeholder management. Like politics. Yeah, like politics. Yeah, that's true actually. Company politics, yes. Politics. Bigger companies, they say, got more politics. Yeah. Not just MNC, but bigger. Yes, yes, I think more humans and more politics. Yeah, more problems. Exactly. I mean, there are politics with like small companies too, but you know, I guess the chances are higher in a bigger company. Mm. Yeah, I think true. if you like, if you're the if you're the kind of person that you like to see the whole picture of your job, if you join a local company, you get hands-on experience, then you will enjoy doing it. But if you're mm. the type that say, I only want to do one part and I don't care about other parts, mm. then MNC will give you that. You only do, you're so good in doing A, right? You keep doing A. Yeah, you'll be specialized in A. you specialize in A. Then you move on. Uh, whereas I think in a, uh, local SMEs, you don't get to do that because they don't have enough headcounts or they probably don't have the budget to hire so many people. The volume is not huge lah, and you have to do more than just A, do A, B, C, D, E. Yes, exactly. Mm, what else? What are the advantages of working in? I guess it's a bit less hierarchical. Then MNC is a bit more open. Okay. Uh, yeah, the culture is not so top down. I can also think of another thing. Advantages, let me go advantages first. Uh, in a local setup, I think you get to share your your idea more. Like you get to suggest things, improvement process. Uh, you get to put this mm-hmm. in place, and mm-hmm. they will appreciate that. Whereas, I think that would be one of the advantages uh, to work in SMEs. You get yeah. to suggest things. You get to be strategic or more involved in the business. Mm. Yeah. I think for SMEs, more like, I just want to come in and do the jobs. I don't want to handle quite a lot of stakeholder management law. I don't want to handle quite a lot of politics. Mm. Then I come in and do my job. As there. long as yeah. long as my CEO say yes, your idea works, then I just execute. Do work. Yeah. I don't have to go through stakeholder one, two, three, four. Yeah, I don't. I don't need a lot of approvals. Yeah, yeah. I think approval is a very big deal in MNCs, but here in SME, probably your approval level is just maybe one or two. Yeah. Do you think SME is more flexible than MNC? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely more flexible. Like in terms of because like there are not a lot of red tapes, more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Less restrictions. Smaller companies. 
your decision maker is not so many like there aren't many decision makers mm. they need to go through you just need to convince one or two person and if they say approve then you get to add, to do whatever mm. you need to do mm. now the downside of working in local SMEs not, very hands on yeah very hands on unstructured <laughs> not very well known you know not so not not so sexy. <laughs> not sexy. Not so if you go out with yeah. friends and say, you know, I work with uh something, something Perhat. <laughs> what do they do? Yeah. Yeah. And probably you also won't get much training. Your training will probably be on the job training, not so much of a former 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 training, yeah. former professional training. But it's easier to get in. <laughs> Easier to get in. Yes and no. <laughs> Depends. Depends whether you have chemistry because and you can. A lot of local SMEs also have very high standards. Huh? They want to get the MNT people into their company to change things. Yes. Yeah. They also want to see whether your experience and your character align with their goals. So what kind of the paper might be suitable for local SMEs? I think if you want a more flexible environment but still want some form of structure, SME is good because it's it's small but it's small medium right SME is small medium enterprise by the way <laughs> we didn't mention that yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so you're like you're not too small but you're not too big so there is some level of structure I mean with like 200 employees I'm sure there is but at the same time it's not as big and there's not as many layers so you have a bit more freedom and flexibility I would say I think if let's say you join a local SME, if you join, if you know a really good boss, you will learn a lot. The learning curve yes. comparing to, to a, MNT, yeah, it will be way much faster. Especially if your boss is a subject matter expert, yeah, he and he or she will guide you and teach you all the knowledge and experience and give you the exposure you need. Yeah, I think so. I think that's one of the benefits. Like if let's say you want to learn a lot of things in a shorter times and you don't mind do a lot of groundworks. Mm, mm. Yeah. So I think SME, I mean every company culture is different. But I find that with SMEs the culture is a bit more um how do I put this? Not so scary polit- politically, like you feel sometimes when you go into big companies multinational it can be quite intimidating i would say (laughs) yeah but when you're in a small company it's a bit more informal and you know sometimes everyone knows everyone so it's kind of nice more friendlier family-like environment yeah Mm -hmm. not so cold (laughs) yeah yeah what are the people definitely not suitable for sme people who don't like mess yeah, people don't like to do a lot of raw work. Mm. They want to do analysts, yeah. strategic. I don't think they will be much suitable for SMB. Correct. And people who people who like structured will not, okay, I can't say like 100% will not. You may not enjoy SMEs. Depends on, I think it depends on career goal. Like my friend who worked in MNC and then she, went on to join a local company it was like a newly created role because they wanted somebody with certain background so this local SME created that mm-hmm. people when she went in right 
everything was very messy. And she, although when they sold her the role at that time, it was like, you know, start up, you get to build the processes, you get to form structure and everything. It sounded like interesting, right? Because mm-hmm. I know how to form structure from a bigger company. I've done this before. But when she went in, it was harder because you need to manage the people internally who has not, who are not familiar with structure and processes. And at the same time, you need to manage your boss's expectation. It becomes very messy and it takes time. And then uh, also sort of demanding. La, like if let's say I hire you to come in and put things in place and I want to see results immediately. Mm-hmm. So yes, and no. I think it depends, lah. If you if you like process, if you like structured, you probably wouldn't enjoy SMEs. But there are also SMEs who are a bit more structured. I think it varies between company A to I company. I think SMEs really much more depends on the boss in the company, like they manage the company. Yeah, because either good company or get part. Uh, because I believe there are definitely some good SME. I heard some good SME also. It just like they sometimes they are not that structured, but you learn a lot from the boss. Because the boss would like to guide you, would like you transfer all the skills or technologies to you. So right? SMEs is always about the owner, the founder, the boss. Yeah, it's hard lah. It's hard to differentiate sometimes because sometimes they don't have much budgets or like efforts to do their own marketing. Yeah. True. That's the downside lah. No budget. Uh, yeah. Lower budget. Lower budget. Lower yeah. budget. You want to do your marketing campaign, lower budget. Then instead of doing it with a support, you do everything. I think then the another one types of business is kind of like an enhanced version of local SME or local companies, the local conglomerate. What is a local conglomerate? Local conglomerates are company like Sunway. They have business in retail, construction, education. Different types of business in a yeah. big group. La. Yes. Yeah, maybe like they don't just focus on one industry. La. Yeah. Yeah. They focus on multiple industries. So companies like Sanme, Bajaya, Alsa, IOI. Yeah, I like that. So what kind of the benefits? How's working in this kind of local conglomerate? Is it similar to working in a local SME? Uh, I think it's like a hybrid between SME and MNC. Hybrid, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's because like you're, structured, but not that structured yet. You are big actually, like very, very big and very successful within your local market. And if you go in, like you will still be subject to a lot of layers as well. Like you're, not everybody will report to the CEO of the company for sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's it's very much like an MNC, just that you're not just in that they multiple are local. countries. Yeah, so your culture is a bit more local culture, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about this actually. Like, let's zoom in a little bit on this. What is the difference between a local culture and a Western culture like that? I mean, MNC is not always Western, la, to be fair. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yes. Like, how about MNC culture versus a local culture? Yeah. How do you define local Malaysian culture? <laughs> Maybe... We will always say local China main company. <laughs> okay, I think when people talk about local China main company, they always have this impression where they pay me a lower salary 
expect me to do double this, double. This. I need to produce result times two of what I'm being yeah. paid for. Yeah, like I pay you one k, you must produce one point five to two k. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know, paying you is an investment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you better get back my ROI. Then how about uh MNC types of culture? I pay you what you deserve. <laughs> I pay you market rate. <laughs> I think. I think that's that's yeah. that's more compensation part lah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also I guess culture wise, it's like. I feel like culture. Yeah. Right? How do you quantify this? Very hard, ah. But I feel like culture also varies. You can join an MNC. The culture in MNC broadly can be defined as maybe inclusivity. But let's mm. say you join this department and this department is managed by uh, a local guy. And then he or she pretty much will form his own culture within the department mm-hmm. according to his leadership style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so culture really depends on the person. But MNC versus local, how is the culture different? I think it really depends on the boss that you have. I don't know how to define it actually. Like, there's a certain vibe, you know. Yeah, I think MNC is more like what we said just now. It's more about everyone need to brag a bit, lah. Everyone need to like try to visibility, show your, show your yeah, face. Yeah, show your face, and also it's more. But actually, oh, some of the MNC in Malaysia they localize already. <laughs> it's not that MNC MNC also, like there's still a bit more hustle then also looking more on ROI, ROI like that. Yeah. Also, another thing, I'm not quite sure if this is a bit sensitive, like sometimes uh, MNC, they look into diversity when they want to hire people. So if let's say my team has a lot of females, maybe I want to include more male or maybe mm-hmm. my team has a lot more people of a particular race. So I need, to include another different types of race. They try mm. to be a bit more balanced in that yeah. sense because they are mm. in more than one country, right? Yes. Mm. And they follow that, you know, general rule of thumb or culture that the mm. other com- their parent company in other countries will follow. Mm. Locals sometimes they they don't really care about this. They want the person coming can do the work. Yeah. They're not really sure I mm. I need a particular so really some fun. of them are very biased towards a particular the, race yes, yeah. as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I guess in terms of culture to me, local MNC, like MNC is more like I'm more structured than I'm more... The people work inside will be more confident. I work in this MNC, so sometimes it's other than... Uh, some of them need to show face a little bit more. Then it's... I feel like this is pretty much on a Western culture side. I think, yeah, maybe sharpen your interpersonal skills and your yes, like presentation you, skills yeah. and communication skills. Yeah. Perhaps of the many reports and exposure you have yes. in different countries. Presentations, PPT, like that. But for local conglomerate or local companies, more like, oh, let's get the job done. Like that. I, I don't you. want you to have too much nonsense of reports or PPT or I don't care about the words you use in PPT. I just want to know the information. I get the information, can do or not, can do, then do. Like yeah, that. I guess in MNT, there's a certain standard. Not to say that local doesn't have standard, but like this MNT, like their standard is across all these different markets 
and you need to follow it no matter what. Yeah. Right? Whereas local is a bit more like flexible. Flexible or familiar mm. in that way. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So how about the local conglomerate? Culture wise. I feel like local conglomerates, they are structured, yes. They still mm. want to get the job done, yes. yes. But they are flexible, so they are not that structured, structured to MNC sometimes, I feel. Mm. Yeah, because I think they have to be some sort of structure because the business is too big. Too big. You need a system to help you to run the whole thing. Yes. And I, yeah, I think another thing is working with cross-cultural teams like it's a bit more global right if you're MNC so the way you deal with people is different from the way you deal with I mean it depends on your business right if you're a local business and it depends on who you deal with if you're always dealing with uh, people who are a bit more comfortable speaking in local dialects or come from a certain background that you know is a bit more casual or um, very specific to that particular country then you're your interaction with people would be uh, a bit different as compared to if you're dealing with people from so many different countries that you need to work with closely. Mm. So, yeah. Another advantage is if, let's say, you were to work in local conglomerate, let's say you work in this business division and you saw you see another potential to have exposure or, or you want to work in another industry within the local conglomerate, I guess you'll be given the chance so, and I feel like local conglomerates sometimes or very expert people they can get their career progression faster than comparing to MNC. True, I think because you work closely with the business. Is it? Do you feel so? I think. It really depends on the boss. Is <laughs> I don't know. This is a very uh, yeah. Everything depends on something, but. It's true though, like mm. some bosses, like mm. they will not reward you even though you're working really hard, but because they don't, they have a certain expectation about you and what you need to deliver because they are like, you don't need to, you don't need to be accountable to another country's counterpart. Mm-hmm. It's just you and your entire conglomerate business and maybe your board of directors who most likely are on the same page as you. So at the end of the day, whether you want to promote or create another headcount, it's all up to you as opposed to like, oh, you know, in this country, we have it like this. But in that country, okay, la, we need to have some standardization. Like mm. it, doesn't, it doesn't matter, you know, it's just up to me and how I want to run this. Most of the time, local conglomerates are run by family. So there are a lot of family members in the company. And if I say the father, the uncle approve, then, then sometimes the father and the uncle got different opinion also. Yes. <laughs> then how? <laughs> yeah. So I think that's why I think we always advise our candidates to, uh, if let's say the budget, as in, let's say budget as in they can pay you the salary that you want in your next job, uh, always consider the type of role rather than looking at is this only MNC. Is this only local? Like, looking at the job scope hmm. beyond just whether who this employer is, like local or MNC. Like, what you want to gain in your next career opportunity. Mm. I think it's the experience that you want, right? Like, the job 
experience, what you learn in your own role and what you can learn from the people in this business uh, that will add value la, to yourself and also to your next job. Yeah, that's true. It seems like we talk about like some things you want to achieve in your next career opportunity. I think we can bring the last types of company, which is startup or startup. slash tech company. Oh, startups. startups. These are companies that are definitely smaller in the beginning and then probably they grow. Um, usually very new. Um, also very business owner driven. You've got one person, an entrepreneur wanting to start something new. Less than five years old, right? Yes, usually less than five years old. And you are relying on funds. Yeah, I mean, investors. I, I would think so. Startups. The positive side of startup. You get to be involved in building the business. A business. You build something from the scratch. ground up, you know. I, I mean, if you start with the company, then yes, from scratch, but. Some startups you join when they are two years in, most likely they still have a lot of room to grow. So if you really want to grow a business and make direct impact, mm. then yeah, startups are a good place. And if let's say you join a startup, you need to be interested in the business that they are doing. You need to yes. believe in what they do. Correct. You need to be passionate. Yes. I think they, a lot of business owners for startups, they are passionate about something. Mm. I think they have found a, what do we call it, blue ocean. Oh, yeah. the, the, the target market that they want, the yeah, niche la, that they new, want to yeah, go in. A new product or a new service, service that's something different. And yeah, a lot of times startups tend to be tech companies in today's day and age mm. um, because tech is disruptive and tech is um, what is different, la, what makes things different uh, and makes a difference in the world today. So yeah, smaller companies... Um, just now we talked about mess with SMEs. I think startups can also be very, very messy mm. because you're very new. There's nothing in place. Um, you need to figure things out as you go along and sometimes the direction will change very quickly and yeah. very often. And your boss might say, I want to do this style today. And then after you have prepared and done the homework and say, oh, I'm, I can't, I don't want to do this anymore. So startups is... Those who are suitable to go in startups are flexible, versatile. You know, you like changes. You like to fix mess. I think you would do well in startup. Uh, or like you can survive in the mess then. Like get through the way. Yeah. The I think in startups, there are a lot of uncertainties. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of trial and error like, what yeah. you do. It's yeah. all about experiment every day. Yes. If you like this half experiment, I think startup will be a good startup place for will you. Be a good place for you. Because even sometimes the business owner not sure will this work out or not. They also need to try. Then they will sometimes they will let you to try if they think it's a good idea. True. I think you need to be creative to an extent if you're in a startup. You need to think of new ways to do things and you need to be creative also because the resources you have are very limited. They're resourceful. Yeah. yeah. You need to find out how to do things with your limited capacity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, okay, the... Not that good side the of not startup. So, the downside of being in a startup, if you are, if you are new, if you are fresh, I think uh, most of the time, they will be able to pay you because startups are relying on funds. 
uh, they will be able to pay you. But if let's say you're a little bit more senior, sometimes they may not be able to pay you what you're getting from the MNC salary. Mm-hmm. You probably need to take a pay cut to join this company that has purpose. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. I think sometimes you don't really have the same kind of benefits uh, that a bigger company or a MNC would have because I think a lot of startups, you know, no insurance. No, yeah. sometimes they don't yeah. provide your insurance. Correct. Because they're still growing, they're still building. So they will be like, look, if you buy into my vision, if we are on the same page, you're passionate about this thing, then you need to be willing to forego other monetary benefits mm-hmm. la, to be able to uh, ride on the non-monetary benefits. You know, we're not there yet, but we will get there. I think that's what a and lot of people say. And if we get there, will be a really, 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 really yeah. next level types of career progression. Yes. Yeah, and like, wow, you can say like, wow, you really brought it from zero to yeah. a mountain. Sometimes like, it, I'm the founding team of yeah. like, Grab. Sometimes they, they provide you shares, like, you know, ultimately, if they get listed one day, then you get your, to, your equity yeah, as well. But yeah, disadvantage is uncertainty. Uncertainties. Because yeah. these startups, they're figuring things out. So if it doesn't work out, then bye-bye. <laughs> yes. Yes. I and you also... There are a lot of flexibility. You can wear whatever you want to work. You can come to work anytime you want. But I think you also have to work around the clock. Yes. And I think startup is more be- is busier. So called to SME. Because you're scaling up. You're building your scaling. It's kind of like you're burning, you're burning yourself into this company. But you're able to get rewards in terms of experience and skills, I feel. The reward is long term, I feel. You can't see. can Short term, maybe it's harder to see. I think you're in it for a longer period of time in order to see the effect. I think you need to really be passionate about what you do if you want to join a startup. Like, I mean, because you will have to put in a lot of hours and a lot of time and energy and it it will always change. So you need to have something that will motivate you because monetary-wise, it may not be there. Um, but again, there are startups with a lot of good funding that mm. can pay very, very, very well as well. High stressful uh, environment, yeah. I think. Actually, MNC is also very stressful. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Maybe a different type of stress. Different stress. What kind of the people might suitable for startup? For me, I will encourage fresh grad person go if you have the chance to go to startup and you are entrepreneur enough to learn a lot of new things, you should go startup. Because that's the place you can learn a lot. I think you get to wear multiple hats and you get to take ownership of all the projects because they're relying on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah true. I think also, apart from fresh grads, if you have worked in, in MNC or corporate for a long time or maybe even not that long, but you've seen that side of things, you want to change. You want to see, okay, never mind, I've experienced all this. Let me see where else I can add value instead of, you know, in a big corporation uh, which is doing the same thing. Can, we, can I try doing something different? Uh, yeah, so if you want a change of uh, pace, change of environment, then yeah, startups are good too. And I think startup is a place whereby they value your skills more than your experience sometimes. Do you feel so? Sometimes, yes. I sometimes, no. Both. <laughs> I think both. I your think skills and experience. Startup owners who are very like... Because, you know, every dollar is precious, right? 
um, when you have mm-hmm. such limited funds and mm-hmm. you have been given a timeline by your investors you need to produce results by mm-hmm. this yes. day this yes. year you know so you need like, to answer oh, your investors I cannot just be investing in fresh grads who don't know anything about the world you know yeah, I need true. to invest in people who know their stuff who can take my company to that level so it's a mixture lah. yes if you are the type that you need to wait for people to tell you what to do I don't think it'd be suitable for startup yeah. because in startup you need to start doing it. Yes, you need to start doing it and tell and your tell boss, boss what I've done. Correct, and tell your boss what you think can be better improved. Not say boss today. What what is my job scope for today? I think MNC will suit you better. Yeah, I think if you are apart from joining a startup, if you have an idea that is very disruptive, you can also start your own business um, because then you can be your own boss. I think yeah. these kinds of people also would like um, being, because that's where most startup entrepreneurs come from. They came from, you know, backgrounds in, I mean, different backgrounds, but many of them do come from MNC or consulting big local or consulting mm-hmm. backgrounds and they want to start something because, you know, they've got an idea and they think it will work. So yeah, that can also be for you. I guess that's all about it. Yeah. I think we talked quite long. <laughs> we talked quite in detail, like analyzed quite a lot of it. Yeah. Category by category. I hope it's helpful if, let's say, you're considering if you should join a local company, MNC, or a startup environment and hopefully maybe, give you a bit of idea what to expect. Maybe you can try all three <laughs> in your career. Yeah. I think you, I think you should yeah, try all three in your career. Yeah, I guess so. Like, I think trying all three, then you know which one. Which one's you, you better? better. Yeah. yeah. Never try if you don't. You mm. never try, you never know. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I guess that's all about it today. Okay. Uh, I guess by the end of the day, like what we said just now, is all about your choice. Trying all the while, then you know better. Trying all the options, then you know better which one will suit you. Uh, I wouldn't say if you choose wrongly, it might destroy your career. Because sometimes different journeys will have, let you have different exposure and experience. Sometimes it's out, mm. something's out of your box. You haven't thought about it. Uh, different learning ground you will get in different environments. Yeah, so let's be bold and try out different things if you don't have too much responsibility on yourself. Yeah, so... I guess that's all about it today. If you are listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, please follow us and give us five star if you like our episodes. Uh, please follow our po- uh, Instagram accounts, recruiter underscores inside. Uh, we will try to update it bi-weekly and we will try to create different types of contents. Feel free to drop us a message to let us know what kind of the can- uh, contents you'd like to hear from us and also what kind of the insights you'd like to hear from us. So thank you for your time today. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. See you in our next episode. Bye.